You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is gold. Basketball gold. You're tuned into the best Cleveland Cavaliers podcast in all the land. Basketball gold. Hosted by Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps. This is Basketball Gold with Mike Fratello. I'm Jeff Phelps. I look at the Eastern Conference standings, Mike, uh, and it's a it's a jumbled up mess right now. And that's one reason if if I'm a Cavaliers fan. If I'm a Miami Heat fan, Atlanta Hawk fan, 76er fan, and this is this is going to be a really intriguing season because it, as of uh, November 28th, it was Monday night, at the start of the night, there were seven, there were 12 teams within seven and a half games of first place in the Eastern Conference. And the top two teams were Boston and Milwaukee. And then the Cavaliers were sitting third before their game with Toronto. And they were three games out. And then there were 10 teams, including the Cavaliers, within four and a half games of that third place spot. And I don't know. I know it's early and things will, you know, things will kind of work their way out a little bit. You see Philadelphia moving up a little bit. Indiana's up there right now. Will they be able to stay? Who knows? But there's some real competition in the Eastern Conference this year that I think that's, and going back to something we said earlier, Maybe that's why coaches are are coaching every game like it's a playoff game because there's so much competition. You got to win this game because look at the Eastern Conference. There are a lot of really competitive, really good basketball teams. Well, just just so I could be like you, is it okay if I put my glasses on? Yeah, I can, you know, Mike. It's when I was 42, I was sitting there watching television and I felt something go right here. I can look a mile down the road, see it great, but I can't look and see you if I'm not wearing these glasses. So well, by all means, I you like look good, you you look good in those. I'm going to put mine on, my little readers here, my cheaters as I call them. You look good in those. Thank you. Appreciate that. Sure, um, I have about 100 pairs if you need any. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I want to go back over the East from the beginning and, and run down some of these teams. And yeah. and it's, it's going to be insane. We're at the quarter pole right now. And what I mean by that is around 20 games mm-hmm. for all the teams, okay, of, of the 82-game schedule. And the the two most consistent teams, I would say, have been Boston and Milwaukee from day number one. Just, you know, dominant in how they've played. And each of them have had, you know, injuries, particularly Milwaukee, uh, along the way. So yeah, no Chris Middleton, yeah. You know, you can say, you know, they, you know, smart was out X number of games for Boston and, you know, there've been other people out as well. So anyhow, those have been the two most consistent. Then Cleveland started hot. Then they had the, they go with your streaks. Okay. Yep. Start out hot, then go to a five game losing streak, then come back again. So they're up in that upper echelon right now of the Eastern conference, Indiana. I, I think where they are right now is a surprise. 
I didn't think that they would be up there uh, in, in a situation where they're, you know, sitting right behind uh, Cleveland or very close to them. Atlanta got off to a slow start. Again, there were injuries in Atlanta, so they did not finish. They did not pick up where they finished off at the end of last season. Philadelphia, without question, got off to a disappointing start for them. But now all of a sudden they've worked their way back to the 500 mark. And it seems like, you know, Embiid has been shaken up a little bit, perhaps by the broadcasters on TNT saying that he's got to get his act in gear and he doesn't like being criticized uh, publicly by them. First game back, he had a 30-point game, though, on Monday night. So he's back, good to go. Cavaliers face him on, on Wednesday. And Tyrese Maxey out for what three or four more weeks with a foot right. injury there that 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 really hurts them. That's but a, that's a huge loss, right? Yep. And Jeff, who who just signed? Did you see uh, uh, Kemba Walker just signed with the team? No, um, I didn't see that. Yeah, he signed yesterday with a uh, with a team in the NBA. Um, he was let go in preseason, and somebody just picked him up uh, a day ago. So you're going to see Kemba added to somebody's list. Uh, Toronto, they just have not been able to sustain what I thought they were going to do from the beginning of the season. Uh, they're an outstanding team when you, you've got an Ananobi and Siakam and then Van Vliet in the backcourt. Those are three pretty good guys to start out with. Uh, so I expect them to go on a little bit of a run where they put five or six in a row together. Washington is a good team. Washington is, is better than I thought they were going to be right now, right at the 500 mark. Porzingis had had a huge game this week. He was, you know, you knew Brooklyn. You know, can Brooklyn resurrect itself? I mean, think about Brooklyn. What they started out with, then what they were without, then how bad they played. Then who wanted to leave? Now who wants to stay? Um, You know, Kyrie (laughs) is back, and well, that's that's some show with the new head coach taking over there, and um. Steve Nash being being let go. Miami has not had a full squad for I don't know how many games now. They've been shorthanded yeah. by two or three guys. You you see them win a game or two. If you look at the box score the next morning, sure enough, one or two of the guys that were out came back and played that night before. And Miami goes ahead and wins. So, you know, I thought New York was going to put a, a string together. They just can't. New York loses two, wins one. Wins or loses one, wins two. That's kind of like how they've been playing their season. Chicago, to me, has been a disappointment uh, this season, just trying to get their act back together again. And Orlando and Detroit are, are perpetual seller dwellers in the Eastern Conference, it seems. But with a lot of young talent there, but they're they're not ready to compete, it doesn't look like. Mike, some of the teams we mentioned there, and I want to take it to this point. In Boston, you have Tatum and Brown. They've been tremendous. Two guys averaging 26-plus a game. Milwaukee, no Middleton yet. You have Giannis. Uh, Philadelphia, when they're all good to go, you have – And don't don't forget to mention Brooke Lopez in Milwaukee, who has really – And Drew Holiday. At his age and years in the league, has elevated his game another step. And then you have – but Indiana has four guys with 17 points a game or more, and they're young guys, Mike. As a coach, did you like going up against a team where, okay, this is the guy. We have to shut this guy down. Or did you like going up against teams where there wasn't that one or two guys who you knew, okay, this team's in trouble if those guys have off nights, where there might be four or five guys 
and they played more of a complete team concept of ball. Did it did it phase you one way or the other? You like to defend one or the other better? You have to remember, Jeff, when I coach, I mean, you were trying to figure out how am I stopping a guy named Larry Bird? How am I stopping a guy named Michael Jordan? How am I stopping a guy Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Akeem Olajuwon, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, John Stockton? I mean, there were a lot of great players during those years that I was coaching teams. So you had to prepare most of the nights. Were you going to do something special to take a main guy out of it? Or are you going to rely on your solid team defense to minimize the amount of points that that star got and try to shut down the rest of the people around them? What'd you like better? Did, did you try to do one or the other more often than not? I don't think so. I think you, we built our, our defensive philosophy. We thought it was very good what we did defensively. We made adjustments to our defense that I thought made us better. Uh, after my second year, we, we wound up with that squad that was very small. I'll call it, you know, Tyrone Hill, Danny Ferry. And the front line, and we knew we couldn't play straight up in the post. We were too too small, too short. Uh, so we wound up trapping in the post. And we came every game, and they knew we were coming. And we double teamed and rotated and full rotated and boxed out as, as well as we could and did the best job that we could. So we we adjusted. Then, then when I went to Memphis, we wound up fronting the post every time in the one season hmm. we never played behind a postman we made them throw the ball over the top and we came with the back guy on a rotation on that lob pass but we got really good at that so we changed our defense again so getting ready for that special star we might have done things like double them on the on a wing double them on the top from which side uh last shot of the quarter if he had it in his hands were you going to let him beat you were you going to run at him early? Let's let's say with six or five seconds on the 24-second clock, you're going to make him give it up before he gets into his move. Because so many times with the superstars, they're going to get a call from the official anyhow, the last shot of the quarter, if they take it to the basket. So if you make him give it up early, at least maybe you're not giving up that foul, you know, the foul shot along with the bucket. Mike, last thing. Milwaukee, Boston, top two teams in the Eastern Conference right now. And then that big big group of 10 teams within about four and a half games of each other. Is there a team or two that you think, okay, this is a team that could emerge and be that third team, get into that top three in the Eastern conference team or two. I think it's a very good question. And without question, I think the Cavaliers can be one of those teams. Well, because when you look at who's bunched up there from the Cavs, Pacers, Hawks, Philadelphia, okay, if they get back whole again, Philly could be one of those teams that could take a major step. Brooklyn, without question, could be one of those teams that if they get all those guys to remain there and if they can get one or two guys back that got nicked up along the way, why couldn't Brooklyn certainly be a team that challenges those guys? They almost knocked uh, Milwaukee out, you know, the last time, if you right. think about it, right? Um on their way to a championship. So, yeah, Brooklyn, Philly, but the Cavaliers for sure have enough front line and backup guys that can contribute. You know, you think about Levert coming off the bench, Kevin Love coming off the bench, and then Jetty coming off the bench. 
if those three guys can do what they're capable of doing, and then you plug in that next guy, whether it's a Stevens or an Okoro or whatever they do for the Dean team. Wade. Um, why not? I like it. It's going to be a very competitive Eastern Conference all season long. Uh, while, while we were doing the show, we double-checked. We couldn't find an, or, an organic laundry in Portland, so I hope your trip's not a real long one. <laughs> did you look very hard, Jeff? Uh, we did, actually. We, we sent the whole staff out, Mike. We had everybody check it out. We couldn't find one. But if there's a place that has an organic laundry, you'd think it'd be Portland, right? But here's the big question. Next to the organic laundry, yeah. could you find an outstanding Italian restaurant in Portland? I, if there's an Italian restaurant to be found, you will find it, sir. And we have two that we <laughs> see on our list here in Portland when we come to go get our Italian food. I knew you had to. Well, have a great trip in Portland. Good luck with the laundry. You never need luck with the Italian food. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Appreciate it. It's Basketball Gold with Fratello and Phelps.